the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. It's Danny Mack and Michelle Smallman here on 101 ESPN. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen and Celebrity Line. I'm so excited about this. It's time for our very first visit of the season with Blues Analyst here on 101 ESPN, Joey Vitale. Joey, my friend, it's so good to talk to you. How have you been? Michelle, Dan, what's going on? Hey, things are things are great. I, I have missed you guys. I've missed these conversations. I'm glad we're talking Blues hockey all over again. It's a great time to be a St. Louis Blues fan and St. Louis fan in general with the Cardinals. But I'm doing very well, Michelle. I appreciate it. It's actually National Coffee Day, International Coffee Day, which I just found out about as I went to my coffee house. I got my nice uh, decaf coffee, and they give you a fresh fresh bag of beans. So I'm really grateful. Whoa, I'm trying to whoa, start whoa, my day whoa, off with whoa, 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 whoa. I'm grateful for coffee. Hold on, hold on. Joey. Dan, uh, by the way, great <laughs> Hi, to hear your voice. Uh, great to hear your voice, and thanks for your text uh, a few weeks ago. Always fun catching up with you. Um, if you're going to drink coffee, why are you doing decaf? Yeah, Joey, this is so disappointing. What's up with that? Well, you know, funny enough, so decaf actually has caffeine in it, so that's like one of the big one of the big bugaboos about coffee. People don't realize. So there is a limited amount of caffeine, and you know what? I just so much energy with all the kids I have. That's kind of my energy pickup as it is, and I try not to do it over and over so I, I i justify by having decaf about six to seven cups of that a day instead of six to seven cups of caffeine because that was throwing my sleep cycle way out of whack so you you guys have another kid coming right we just had our fifth we, we welcomed our fifth oh, that's awesome yeah. congratulations thank you baby shepherd uh we we welcomed him about seven weeks ago we're actually getting him good with god tomorrow we're getting him baptized nice. we actually have my second youngest getting baptized as well we never got her baptized because of covid so we're getting two kids good with god tomorrow uh it'll be a great day uh, we let the kids name shepherd uh we had our four and we're like you know what i'm kind of running out of names on the fifth one what do you think and they threw out a bunch of them. We, we threw out a bunch of vetoes, and we, we settled on Shepard, so we're excited. Now, you are uh, uh, quite the Italian, uh, Joey, as we all know. And do you think it's bad when you just said, uh, we're going to baptize my kids, that I just had immediate flashbacks to Espiritu Sante, and all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, I'm starting to think Godfather here? I hope it's not going to be a Godfather scene. Listen, everyone will wear black tomorrow. Okay, that's mandatory. So, okay. so yes, absolutely right. I don't, I don't need the other stuff, though. No, 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 not the other stuff. Okay, good. No, no, just the black. We're going to wear black, and yes, you're right. We we never never say it in English. We never say Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We say, no one, Padre, Fili, Spiritu, Santi. Ever ever since my nana, we always baptize in the name of the Italian God, which is different than the American God, as everyone knows. So uh, it's going to be a great day. We got pasta, spaghetti, chicken piccata. It's going to be a great feast afterwards, and we're uh, we're excited. Well, I don't need you uh, settling all family debt. That's all. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) You know. 
<laughs> none of that happens at this Vitaly household, Dan. I should assure you that. I, you're too nice of a guy. I, I can only imagine. I love that. We have a lot of blues questions for you, Joy. But before we get to that, can you give me one of the names your kids presented that you and your wife vetoed for Baby Shepherd? Easy. Carpet. <laughs> Carpet. Carpet. I asked my son, what do you think? He's like, I like carpet. I was like, is that right? He's like, well, yeah, because it's everywhere. You see it all the time. So every time you see a carpet, you'll think of you'll think of him, Dad. And I was like, well, that's a really good – actually, it makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Um, we're not going to go with it, but I really like where your head's at. And uh, we had a good laugh about it. And but that was the one that – that was a sure veto right across the table. There was no argument. It was unanimous. Veto, carpet. So it's not going to be carpet, Vitaly. But maybe that could be Shepard's nickname is carpet. Maybe. Maybe one day. We'll see. I hope not. But hopefully. <laughs> what are the uh, ages of your kids now? What's the age ranges? Uh, 10, 10, 8, 6. Uh, let's see here. One and a newborn. And I asked my wife the other day about number six, and I thought she was going to cut my head off. So yeah. I think I think we're good. I think we're good with five. Well, you we might get something else cut. You know, you, well, you know, I got that coming up next week. Uh, but saying. I had that done once. I had that done once and I actually got it reversed. So it actually is reversible. So it's not necessarily oh. permanent. That's oh, my God. Story. You did we that? We don't have a ton of time. We don't have a ton of time. I got a cut. I got a reverse. Talk, oh. talk about the process. Not to mention, not to mention, I know we don't have a ton of time, but when I went to get my reversal, they got me on the bed. I'm in my scrubs. I'm kind of getting a little anxious. The nurse tells me it's a six-hour procedure, which I didn't ask the right questions heading into this thing. I think I would have backed out. So I'm really anxious. Oh. I'm really nervous. My wife senses it. My hands are getting all clammy. And then all of a sudden, the curtain opens. And it's and it's this lady, and she says, hey, Joey. And I said, oh, hi. She goes, I'm your scrub nurse for the next procedure. I go, okay. And she says, you don't know me, do you? And I said, I don't think so. She goes, my name's Donna McCarthy, and I, I belong to your parish. I go to St. Peter, and my kids go to school with your kids. And this lady's going to be my scrub nurse for the next six hours. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. So I, so I literally like, oh, my God. My wife's thinking like, oh, my God, we never met this lady. She's a huge part of our pairs, and she's going to be my husband's scrub nurse while she examines and, and is a part of, you know, his his special spot for the next six hours. Imagine the wine nights. Imagine the St. Peter wine nights moving no forward. I mean, I, I, right. I can't imagine. Oh, my God. That's an intimate relationship you quickly developed, Joey. We go down a lot of rabbit holes in these visits, man. We do. We do. You. That's why Joey's the best. Okay, Joey, we, oh people, are, people are loving this, but we need to get to some blues hockey before we let you go. So far in this preseason and training camp, who has caught your eye? Who have you been impressed by? I like James Neal a lot. I'm a little biased. I play with James in Pittsburgh, so I, I know what it's like being in the locker room with him. He's just a competitive guy. Like, you think about blues hockey, right? You think about Ryan O'Reilly and David Prawn, and what is Craig Blue looking for? He's just looking for a competitive guy. That's like for Jake. If I'm Jake Neighbors' agent, or or I'm Jake Wallman's father, or you know, if I'm if I'm Perunovich's cousin, and I'm in touch with these guys, what do you need to do? Just go be competitive. Be heavy on pucks. Don't don't let those pucks be easily taken away from you. If someone's got it, get to, get engage that ab, engage those abs, get your core tight, and just be strong on pucks and just be competitive. I mean, really. That's what it is. And James, I know he has been one of the most competitive guys I've ever played with, and we're starting to see that, you know, and starting to manufacture into, into points. He got a hat trick in the first game. No points in that second game there in Columbus, which we called in Columbus the other day with curves. But I tell you what, their line had the most chances. I liked him with Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo. He's got veteran experience. He's been in the cup finals twice. He's hungry. He wants that cup. So I think it could be a really good situation where Doug Armstrong can sign him for the league minimum because he's still getting bought out by his previous club. So I've liked him a lot. I've loved Scott Prunovich. 
young kid, wins a Hobie Baker, a great Minnesota kid, spending time in Minnesota Duluth. I think he's going to need some seasoning in the minors. I think he will go to the American Hockey League, but he moves a lot like Quinn Hughes. Watch him when he plays. His hips kind of open up. He's kind of cornered like, like a dog in the corner, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he just escapes it because his hips are so elusive where the puck will go one way and his hips will go another way, and they teach you as a defenseman, always watch the guy's hips, right? Always keep an eye on the hips. Same thing in football, right? When you have a running back coming at you, if you're a linebacker or a defensive lineman, Always look at hips. Don't don't get fixated on the head or the ball because the hips won't lie, right? Perunovic has got this thing where, like Quinn Hughes, his hips will actually swivel, but he actually moves in a different direction, which really like, loses a lot of forwards. So that's a really cool thing. I'm excited to see Scott Perunovic. Uh, Jordan Cairo, I think he's ready. I think he's ready for this top line with David Perron and Ryan O'Reilly. So to me, those are a few right out of the gates, Michelle, that really have jumped out at me. So uh, for fans then, Joey, what are the final battles if those have been uh, figured out yet? I, I would assume you have a better idea now and still anything can happen, but what are those battles that maybe for a roster spot that fans should be watching for? You know, I think the biggest, uh, the biggest thing right now is who is going to eat up and who is going to take control of that left wing third line. That to me is the vacated, vacated spot. There's a lot of pieces that could go there, right? Could it be, could it be a Clem Costin? Could it be an Ivan Barbashev that jumps up from the fourth line to the third line? You know, what will Logan Brown do? We've seen him in one game. I'd love to look very good. Does he kind of take over that spot or do they sign like a pro leaker or a James Neal? But there is that left wing spot kind of on that second hybrid third line where they're going to try to find a spot for. Uh, keep in mind, Oscar Sundquist will be back within a month or so, maybe four to six weeks. We will have him back to kind of anchor that fourth line and possibly third line. So that's number one, Dan, left wing, third line. And then who's going to, who's going to take advantage of that bottom left, left defensive shot, right? You know, you got, uh, of course, we got Scandella and Tori Krug on the top two, top two pairs right there. And then it's up for grabs on the bottom one. Is it going to be Jake Wallman? Will Scott Prudovich, after he has a little stint in the American League, take full advantage of that spot? Does Nico Mikula come in there and slide in as a regular? So those are the two, the two main spots that I think are really uh, up for grabs and what Blues fans can kind of keep an eye on. But uh, one of my wild card sleeper people that really just you, you want to have a good start is, is actually Billy Huso. Mm. I think it's going to do so much for Bennington. Every goal, every goaltending strength uh, team in the league. I look at, I look at the duo. Right, you got to have a good a good back and forth. I mean, look at Jake Allen and Jordan Bennington back in 2019, just two steady goaltenders that push each other in practice. You know, it's one of those things where the backup comes in, posts a shutout, and then the starters in the next night, you're like, man, whatever he can do, I got to do it better, right? So it's that inter-team competition, which is going to be important. And not to mention, when Bennington's off, he can fully take a break off, right? You know how it is, Dan, with pitching. Like, you, you want to be able to just rest your bullpen and know that the guy on the mound is going to take full advantage so I can just mentally and emotionally just detach from the game. And at times, when you don't have a strong backup, the starter can't emotionally detach from the game. And they can't ever get a break. So I think Billy coming in and having a good start like he finished last year, he played terrific last year as a backup. If he can do that, I think Jordan Bennington will find his kind of confidence um, that, he, that he found back from 2019, good composure, and go out there and do what he can do. Joey, last thing from us, I wanted to ask you, of course, about Vladimir Tarasenko, which is a big question always because he and the Blues both wanted a divorce. They weren't able to to find a dance partner. Doug Armstrong wasn't. But Vladdy has said he doesn't want to be a distraction and that he's motivated and he's going to need to play to a certain level. He's going to have to showcase what he's got if he does want to, in fact, carve the path out of St. Louis. So what are the expectations that we should have for Vladdy as he enters this season from a production you know, Michelle, standpoint? I, I, yeah, I think it's going to be. A, I think it's a good question. I think it's going to be interesting to see how this whole thing evolves. 
uh, you know, I talked to Ivan Barbashev about this on the plane ride home from Columbus. You know, it's, it's funny. We were we were in the back row uh, just kind of doing our thing, and Keith Kachuk comes back and chats to us for a bit. You know, the Hall of Famers and Al McGinnis. It just, first of all, it was just great being back on the plane. And then, player, you know, players, I think, missed us as much as we missed them because they just kind of missed the camaraderie. So Ivan Barbashev was up there talking. I just flat out asked him. I said, hey, Barbie, how's, how's Vladdy doing? And he said he's doing great. And there was no phoniness about it. He goes, you know, this is, this is hockey. This is hockey. This is what happens. This got kind of blown out of proportion, maybe a little bit blown out of control. Maybe, maybe if Vladdy could do it all over again, maybe, maybe would have done it a little differently. Maybe his agent would have done it a little differently, possibly. But the reality is that people ask for trades all the time. There's a handful of guys in the Blues uh, roster right now that want to get, want to get out, but no one knows about it, right? So it is, it is part of hockey. It is part of the game. Moving forward, what will it look like this year, Michelle? To answer your question, I think the biggest thing we're going to see that's going to look a little bit different. I think that the leash is going to be a little bit tighter on Vladdy. Now, what do I mean by that? Sometimes Vladdy would go out there, he'd turn the puck over, maybe he'd have a little bad body language coming back to the bench. He's a competitor. That's just what he does, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think this year will be a little different. Where in the past, you know, I think maybe Craig Brewer would just go right back to him and try to get him going, try to get his confidence going. If, if he has that body language or you sense the frustration or if he's kind of like losing it a little bit, I think that's where Craig maybe has that tighter leash where he just kind of sits him, or maybe he doesn't get a shot back on the first power play come five, six minutes later in the game. So that, that to me, again, it's going to be interesting to see, but based off everything that happened this summer, I just don't know if that consistently just keep putting them out no matter what approach from Craig Ruby is what we're going to see uh, out of number 91 this season. Great stuff from Joy Vitale. You're going to hear him on the call Blues versus the Blackhawks tonight here on 101 ESPN with pregame starting at 630. Joey, great to chat with you and I'm so happy that we're doing this again. And by the way, have a great celebration this weekend as you get your kids right with God. I love that. God bless you guys. Hey, hey can't wait. Thanks, Michelle. I appreciate it, Dan. Uh, good luck on the rest of the calls and look forward to these chats every week. And You guys have a great weekend. Thanks, Joey. We'll talk to you next week. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.